Yeah, this is your man, J.R. Perry uh-huh. From Love Drops You know, I keep it locked uh-huh. every Sunday To Channel Players Play Hosted by my man, K. Diddy And Pretty Tony So y'all keep it clubbing And keep it funky And keep it locked Channel Players Play It's packed Niggas don't know how to act We the max Yeah, this is your man, J.R. Perry, from Love Drops. You know, I keep it locked every Sunday to Channel Players Play, hosted by my man, K. Diddy and Pretty Tony. So y'all keep it clubbing and keep it funky and keep it locked. Channel Players Play. It's packed. Niggas don't know how to act. We the max. Lamar. Uh. I take a sip of Hennessy and then get pissy drunk. I ain't a drinker, I'm a thinker. Call it what you want. But if you turn your back, know that you just missed your chance. It's ever been told to men. I found myself losing focus at a Sunday service. Embarrassed, so I start questioning God, what is my purpose? He said to live the way he did, that's all he wants for me. Spread the word and witness, he rose on the first Sunday. I said, all right, enthused that my Lord gave a listen. I opened my Bible and searched to be a better Christian. And this from a person that never believed in religion. But shit, my life is so fucked up, man, I can't help but give in. I'm giving testimonies to strangers I never met. Hopped on the pulpit and told them how I was truly blessed. Felt like I'm free from all my sins when the service was over. Walked out to church and got a call that my homie was murdered. And lost my face again. That's bold Hennis and Bastards, cause Papa, they don't know. Her day consists of working back and forth with babysitters. He find a one to watch her kids, so she pay her sister. Her baby daddy ain't about shit, that nigga ain't about shit. Spit the jar of milk just to cop a new outfit. She pray to God every night, hoping that he'll mature. And maybe one day his kid's something that he'll live for. Baby wanna go back to school, but she needs some help. Because it's hard trying to pay the bills when you're by yourself. She thought about credit card scams till she heard a voice that said the devil hits the lie, make a better choice. And so it's back to McDonald's and every month chilling with some crazy ass people at the county building. Look to the heavens and ask them to make a better way. They got a letter in the mail, lost her section 8, and lost her face again. Wondering is there really a God? 
Knowing you shouldn't think that way and try to freeze your brain But whenever it's pain, that feeling forever remains We can't believe what we can see In reality, things stronger than prayer Cause you tried to change your life and now you live in a wheelchair And your son was born with cancer and he lived in urgent care At the tender age of 12 And you feel that no one cares Searching for answers, that's human nature You ain't in the wrong Just know when you feeling that way, his spirit's in the wrong I watch people I know pray and catch the Holy Ghost and wonder why I ain't never caught that feeling before Maybe they know I'm better Or I don't know no better But what I do know is that he's real and he lives forever So the next time you feel like your world's about to end I hope you study because he's testing your faith again I'd rather not live like there isn't a God Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is your man, J.R. Perry, uh-huh. from Love. Love Talk Radio. I'm so flattered. Yeah. Ain't gotta be up there with a defy, no. I like your style and you're feeling my swagger. I'm trying to get at you, but you act like you not ready. For a man to come and do you right I deserve a body, you deserve a client in your life, girl So baby, come with me, let me show you things you yeah. never so seen you look fantastic, the moment is sporadic Don't worry about the last guy, he was just plastic Hope you're ready to ride, your seatbelt fast And I'll fly out of this world, dimension of attraction Don't mention all the action and backseat passion Anything you want, girl, just ask it I specialize in picking up the lame dude's trashes One man's trash is another man's how do you better than that man could ever? I think much clever, endeavor for whatever. How to know where comes the rose and the leather? I'm the love doctor, a romance professor. You know I got the best love. Come on, girl, fess up. The way that things stick out, the way your breath sit up. Blab I gas so fast, my words just trip up. The other guy bring you down, I'ma bring you I'm up. I'm flag, yeah. Ain't gotta be up there with a cheap I like your style and you're feeling my swagger I'm trying to get at you but you act like you not ready For a man to come and do you right I deserve a body, you deserve a client in your life, girl So baby, come with me, let me show you things you never I know how that can get. I can promise you, this will be your last trip on the ship they call Love Boat. No hoax, I ain't playing you this message I'm relaying to you. I ain't looking for a playgirl, a body I can play with. I'm looking for a good girl, somebody I can stay with. Are you speaking my language to play with feelings is dangerous? Believe me, girl, I know. I've been a player for ages. You I won't play with. Girl, you are the greatest. You can call it brave to say when you was courageous. I'm loving your look with Ravenson. From your ex-man, I'm feeling a lot of hatred. Cause I'm the next man. I can make him a victim of the heinous crime Still staying this time I blow his mind with the crummy nine And it's solar fly And I'm solar fly That's fly. fly Ain't gotta be up there with a G5 I like your style and your feeling in my swag I'm trying to get it through but you act like you Trying to get at you, but you act like you not ready for a man to come and do you right. I deserve a body, you deserve a cry in your life, girl. So baby, come with me, let me show you things you never seen. Pretty Tony live right here on Block Talk Radio. Can I play a play? Every Sunday, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check out the website, www.playersuniversitysygu.com. Pick your copy up of the new book, Who Is She and What Is She to You by Yours Truly. Also get a copy of Playerology or Player Step Your Game Up. 
for my trilogy. Huh. I'll let your boy, one love, pretty Tony, in the mouth. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, 
First off, is there any way you can make Shakita permanent? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know her yet. Hey, do I have to? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thanks a lot. Wow. No problem. (laughs) 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 Anyway, Tony. Tony, did he get you back to your, you know, the topic? You know, who is she she and what is he to you? Um, Yes, sir. um, Good topic again because we always have to wonder about who are you that I'm going to give my heart to? Who are you that I'm going to give my trust to? So, you know, it's a very important topic. Yes, and, and even and even in saying that, who are you if I'm going to engage in just a sense of friendship, mm-hmm. a business partnership? Who are you overall? Because once we have become associated, you know, they say birds of a feather flock together, so your actions are going to affect my reality and my actions are going to affect your reality. Mm-hmm. And we need to know who each other is before we get all entangled up, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the drama comes busting out the closet on us. <laughs> For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, earlier we were having a private conversation um, with, with, with Shakita, myself, and Kay Bizzle, and we were, she was describing how somebody assisted her to move some furniture into her apartment and out of the kindness you of her you better, ask, you, you better ask her can you well, talk about that, man, because homework. Let, let, let me pull that back. Let me pull that back. Um, Shakita, uh, would you like to share the story or should we keep it off the air, ma'am? I mean, sure. I have absolutely no problem sharing the story. Absolutely not. Go right, go right ahead. Go right ahead. You want me to share it? Yes, ma'am. You want me to go ahead? Okay. Go. Sure. Well, basically, I was having this guy help me move some furniture, and basically, you know, I was like, hey, you want to help me out? And he was like, yeah, I'll help you out or whatever. So he helped me move the furniture in, and I was like, great. I said, well, I'm going to go grab a bite to eat. I thought he was a really friendly guy, and I really didn't think nothing of it by saying, hey, you know, let me treat you to lunch or whatever. Well, I took him, and we went to have lunch. Basically, long story short, he was like, hey, I'm going to come back and check on you, you know, and See how you doing? And well, I didn't think nothing of that either. So he came back with his duffel bag, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, what is this?" You know? And he said, "Well, you know, I don't want to be around you. I want to kind of freshen up, and you know, I don't want to be musty. You know, I just helped you move your furniture or whatever." But in this duffel bag, he had like towels and socks and t-shirts. So I really got offended because I'm like, "Okay, now what you trying to do? <laughs> You're not moving in." So basically, you know, the whole situation was. You know, he thought that he can just, I don't know, maybe move in after he thought he helped me out or whatnot, but I was really totally offended by it. It wasn't a good situation at all. And that's because he assumed that he had privileges because he helped (laughs) his sister out. So I guess, you know, with me being nice and me taking him to lunch, I guess that offered him to feel like he has an opportunity to pack his stuff and move. I guess he didn't have nowhere to go. But he wasn't living with me, so, you know, I told him, hey, I don't need no boyfriend. I don't need no roommate. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do, but you might want to take your duffel bag with you. <laughs> Holla. He, he, he didn't ask you how much you made a year? No, he didn't. I mean, I guess he just looked at the fact that, okay, she's a single lady. she got kids or whatever. And I guess he just felt like that was an opportunity to come in. And you never really know who you meet. And basically, in all story short, you know, everybody that you meet sometimes, depending on the circumstances, you're not going to re- really meet the real person. You're going to meet the representative, who they want you to see. So I guess he was like, you know, damn, it's my time. She's single. She got, you know, kids or whatever. I, mean, I could just slide right on in. She might need a man or something. So, <laughs> you know, hey. All right. But that was too quick. <laughs> And that's the question that we're asking today, you know what I mean? When we meet people and we're getting to know people, whatever the circumstance, she just said it best. We're actually meeting the representative. We're not meeting the actual person when we just meet, you know? And when we're, as we're getting to know each other, we're still painting pictures because whether it's a, 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 a relationship, whether it's a business acquaintance, 
we're all putting our best foot forward in that moment because we're trying to reel the person in. Now, is it wrong or right to do that? Uh, the jury is still out on that because, you know, we are all in the business of making good impressions. You know, you're going to get a loan. I don't know. Make... Per, per, personally, man, I'm kind of pissed off because the brother going to take his double bag. At least he just took some Kentucky Colonel with him. There you go. Just showing, just showing the trifling nature that you have at times, Kate. You know, let me talk to Joe. Joe, are you there, sir? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> uh, is there anything you would like to chime in on? Because right now, Kate Diddy is, is not on the same page that we're on. He over there talking about fried chicken and watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to the find out. Gonna, the dude going to bring a double bag, and he didn't bring no groceries. I mean, golly. Well, he helped. He helped him move. I want to find out how long did uh, Chiquita? How long did you know this guy before you asked him to help you out? Um. Well, you know what? Hey, I didn't know him at all. I'm gonna be honest with you, but you that's know, that's the, the impression the day, I got. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, he offered to help, and I said, "Hey, you know, you can help me out." You know, and my reward for him helping me out was taking him to go get some 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 lunch. So, but at the end of the day, you know, well, how just, much did he? How much did he move? Did he move a couch? Just one couch? Did he move a couch? Uh, a bunch of chairs? A table? Couch, love seat, chair. You know, it wasn't that much. It was just so, a couch and a and a chair. Couch, love seat, chair. Couch, love seat, chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if you oh, look, I don't even blame the guy. Look, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. You don't know him. You're asking him to move. Um, yeah, you know. Look, you know, you're you probably figuring, okay, you're over 21. You probably, he probably thinks you found him, you know, relatively attractive. You're asking somebody that you don't know to help you move. So, you know, the guy's going to try to make a move himself. So, I mean. Yeah, but you don't bring your duffel bag. I mean, come on. You don't bring your duffel bag over, you know. When a gentleman. If you're helping out a damsel in distress, beautiful woman driving a U-Haul truck, looks like she needs some help, and you're offering to help her now, a gentleman would have asked for the number and a possible date. A gentleman would not have shown up with his damn duffel bag. Come on, Joe. <laughs> well, see, I I can't identify with that because I'm not a gentleman. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that blows that scenario right out the water. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. 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 You know, somebody asked me. You know, she asked me after meeting me for five minutes, "Can you help me move?" I'm figuring, yeah, but I'm not just going to help you move and just say, "Well, thank you, ma'am, for helping, for letting me exercise my muscles to lift up this couch, this love chair." <laughs> and, to, and to move it the way you want me to, to move it over here an inch, to move it over there an inch. You know, you're letting me know where you live. You know, you don't even know me. That's kind of like the nice. Supposed to offer you 50 bucks. Supposed yeah, to offer you 50 so, bucks for your time. You know, I mean, the guy wasn't a rapist. The guy came, came back with a duffel bag. I mean, the, and he said, <laughs> okay, thank you, but no thank you. He got the message, and, he, you know, he took off. But, I mean, you're asking <laughs> a stranger to move you. But I mean, you. This was. This is not a date. This is not like you know when you're you go asking. to the club and you're going out some. You know, you meet somebody in the club or whatever. You know, you don't know these people. So well, it's the same scenario. Well, he he offered to help me. So oh, I that's it. I understand now. She yeah, he offered to help me, so I accepted. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's a complete stranger. <laughs> you know what men are like, but you all of a sudden you become unshingled. Uh, when the guy wants to move in with you. Oh, hell, come on now. <laughs> At least you could have waited about two weeks. I mean, come on. You've been living in a hotel eight for a month. At least you could have waited two weeks. If you've been living in a hotel eight for a month, you could have waited two weeks for your first month. You know, if I asked a girl to help me and she spent like a whole afternoon helping me, you know she's thinking, I'm marrying her. You know that. Oh hell! But well, you know, hey, when you go to meet somebody at the club and they they offer you a drink, boy, they think that you know, hey. Well, then you we're know. We're dating. Yeah, look, I'm not letting you get off the hook here. You you help. You wanted a guy to help you. 
He moved the couch, a love chair, um, love seat, and chairs into your new apartment. What's he thinking? Oh, let's be friends. Right. right? You know what? I know the, I know the <laughs> hey, mind whatever, of women. Hey, whatever he's thinking, that's you know. Sometimes you put yourself out there. I'm sorry, you put yourself out there to look dumb. So you, hey, you know, you don't bring a duffel bag to someone else's to their house. Why not? After you help them. Why not? Look, you just
and it's not 8.30 in the morning, which means you ain't been here that long. What spot have we found together? You know who that story is from. Shout out to my folks. You know who you are. You know what I mean? And the next thing we're going to jump into after we take this quick break is what is up with all of us, not all of us, people thinking that, okay, I asked you for your number, we're talking, we agree to go out, and instead of you having the common decency to say, well, uh, take me to somewhere reasonable, take me to where you can afford, the first thing rolls off your mouth is you want to go to Big Bob's Ranch Steakhouse, whereas it costs $100 just to walk in there. What the hell? Who the hell are you <laughs> to think you're entitled for me to take you to Big Bob's Ranch Steakhouse? You know what I mean? Last I checked, you wasn't there helping me move Shakita's couch. All I got was a girl. Seriously. Right. <laughs> so uh, don't go nowhere, y'all. Stick and stay. Uh, we're going to do something like this right here. Let's Jasmine Sullivan.
Welcome back to the show, your boy Pretty Tone in the building, along with, you know, that steamed one, K. Dizzle Esquire, the Elixir of Love. This week's special guest host is Miss Shakita Winfrey for all of you that just joined us, but I just realized that when I introduced her, I never allowed her a chance to let her tell you a little bit about herself and what she has going on. So, Shakita, introduce yourself to the good folks and tell them about who and what you are. Well, um, first of all, my name is Shakita Winfrey, and I thank you guys um, for me being on the show. Um, I have two books that are out currently. One is called The Other Winfrey, and my um, last novel that I wrote is called Release, and they're all over the Internet, so you can actually purchase them on Amazon or you can go actually into the bookstores and purchase them at the the bookstores. Um, and actually right now we're working, um, trying to get the reality show off the ground. So those are some of the things right now that we, we are working on. And, you know, everything's moving right along, and, and I'm excited about everything. And also tell the good folks which website they can keep up, keep up with you at. Well, actually, everyone, you know, they can follow me at Twitter, twitter.com, the other one free. Or you could Facebook me, um, just type in Shakita Winfrey, that's spelled S-H-A-K-E-E-T-A, Winfrey, and you can find me on Facebook and Twitter. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I see the switchboard lit up. I think we got a good one going in today's show. It's called Who Is She and What Is He to You? We're talking about when we're getting to know people, people are getting to know us and they got issues, we got issues, everybody trying to put their best foot forward, but do we know the person or do we jump into things before we know the person engage in a friendship, a business relationship, a relationship, and next thing we know, people in the bushes with binoculars, people keying our car, people showing up with duffel bags because they done helped us move a couch or because a brother done gave you a few kind words, you think we're in a relationship. Now, nah, boo, I was just being civil to you. Kind words don't mean that me and you got a thing going on. Or if we hooked up, you calling everybody in the morning talking about you didn't find a new spot with your boo. I ain't your boo. It was a one-night stand. Get your damn mind right. Uh, we got somebody else trying to join us here. Let me let them in, see what they got to say. 818 222 welcome to the show. You got something to say? Hello? Hello. Hi, how are you? We're good. Welcome to Canada Player Play. Let um, us know what you're thinking. Well, okay. Well, my life has been a bit unusual, maybe or maybe not. Let's just say I fell for something the first time around with relationship. I was fooled by a sociopath, my ex-husband. Okay. And then after that, I fell for someone to help save my son, um, this guy who claimed he was a guru, and he turned out to be a narcissist. And I did now... I mean, I didn't know I was in these relationships until after they were over with, and someone, you know, I found out later. And I whoa, was told, whoa, 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 huh? did, did you just say you didn't know you were in the relationship till after they were over? Yes. Please explain. Oh. Okay. Please I didn't know explain. what a sociopath was, and I was married to this crazy man. I didn't know. I knew things weren't right, but... I, I, for five years, I was I was in court with him. I, I was I got stuck into the relationship because I had a baby. His family knew police, and I was protecting my family. Unfortunately, it was an abusive relationship, but I didn't even know it was abusive. So I was kind of in a journey, as you would say. Do you understand the dark and the light? In other words, the people that were coming towards me were in the dark. In other words, they had that kind of nature. Yeah. So this journey. And I was after a court for five years. A woman, I met a woman. I don't know if you know this famous case, Amy Fisher and Mary Joe. Her husband was a mafia guy. Got she, this woman shot her in the head, and I was brought to her. And she said, "Go on the computer and write the word sociopath. You'll see who your ex-husband was." And then it all came out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And after that. My son, I didn't want him to take medicine because when you've been in that kind of relationship, you're you're changed. You something happens to you, especially boys. And so I reached out to this man. 
his eating disorder, he had an eating disorder, his image, his body image, and I didn't want him to take medication. I was scared of it because I know of people who killed themselves. So I met this guy at a charity event, and he he was a fake person. I didn't know it, and I was reaching out to him, and I thought he would help my son, and my children saw right through him. I couldn't see. My daughter thought he was a pedophile, and my son thought he broke his CDs. He turned out his music was fake, everything about him was fake, and I just couldn't see it at all. And, you know, sometimes, and I want to reiterate to what she's saying, sometimes when you're involved in a relationship, Uh you don't see it. But everybody else on the outside can actually physically see When you're in the trees, you can't see out. When you're in a forest, you can't see out. That's right. I must tell you, both natures are very hard. Um, the sociopath, everyone was affected by him, and he fooled the world, and he could take a blood, he could take a lie detector test and pass it. So that was a dangerous situation I was in. Um, the second time also could have been dangerous, because what happened to me is I got, he thought, he told me I was very, it was a spiritual thing I was going through, but it turned out I got into malnutrition. Because when you float, it could be, it could be malnutrition. I didn't know it. I was in it for a year and a half. And the next person wow. that I, yeah, the next person that came to my life, I was pushing one into the other because it was a, in my head. I thought I was this guy's promoter because I really wanted to make a difference for the world. Oh, in between, I met the missing children. That um, they, um, these are the children that you'll never find, huh? <laughs> children you'll never find. People that children that died, and they and I met these people, and they made an inference in my life because they came from abused families too. So I met abuse all around me in all walks of life. It was just total and con people. I call them the darkness. So, wow. so, so, I'm a, so I'm a what did you decide to do about all that? Well, now the light has come towards me. This person that came into my life who I didn't want to trust is now helping me, and he believes that I wasn't the crazy one, that everyone I was susceptible was crazy around me. And somehow the dark people have left me alone, and people that are highly sensitive like myself. And I also found out I have this high energy, and if I'm around people that have the same energy, I can soar. If I'm around people that are negative, do you know about um, vampire energy vampires? No, but we know about energy. negative. We know about <clears throat> negative energy. <clears throat> yeah. Negative, negative energy is definitely a draining factor uh, in any situation. Oh, without without a shadow of a doubt, people come around you, and you know, a lot of times as we're going, our parents, you know, and it's not our parents' fault because a lot of them didn't know, and a lot of things we're taught in school, we're not taught about things about letting. I am a firm believer in negative energy and positive energy. You have to have harmony around you. You have to have balance around you in order for you to grow as a person. And Mm -hmm. if you're surrounded by negativity, it essentially takes root in you, and it just becomes a part of you because it is around you. And, wow, that young lady definitely... My daughter, what happened to her is because her father was abusive to her, can't show love. She has a very hard time being touched. So a boy and a girl who's been in these kind of relationships, it affects them. And another thing that affects your mind is that you doubt yourself. Because I doubt myself. We all doubt ourselves. How could we have fell for this? How could, you know what I mean? You, you, he did mind tricks. It's called gaslighting. And so when all these things that happen, well, now we're in a good place. My son still has his issues. I understand it all. Even though I've been in it, it's very hard to explain to somebody else that unless they walked in those shoes, and even then it's yes. even difficult. Yes, 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 ma'am. Now, hold on, hold on. Now, uh-huh. I, I, we also want to say that, you know, truth be told, what, a lot, what that young lady just said might have shot over a lot of people's heads, but um, it shouldn't. She may have said it in a way that she can express it, but at the end of the day, it's no different from saying you got to get haters from around you. Right. you got to get Absolutely. people from around you who, who ain't for you. And, Joe, I see you plugged back in. My brother, I know you got something to say. Go ahead, Joe. You on, brother. Oh, I just wanted to know how come every time we take a break, i got to spend about a half an hour in hiatus land. I, I'm sorry about that, Joe. The young lady was talking, and we just got caught up in it. 
and wanted to talk back up. I knew it was you, brother. I no. knew it was you. I, I, no problem. Go right ahead. No, no, no. Um, I just, is she still on the air? Yes, she's yeah, still she's there. Still on the line. Oh, she's still on the line? Okay. So, um, do you believe in any kind of um, non-conventional type of religion? I believe the spirit in people because I know I don't believe in the man or the woman because of my case. Those people were involved in it, too. Everyone was involved in it. I mean, okay, but do you believe in any kind of non-conventional type of religion? Yes, I believe in the spirit in people, yes. Spirit, okay. I just wanted to find out, that's all. Yes, I do. All right. And I must tell you, the person that was a narcissist, he totally was, he believed in religion, and he thought he was a guru. And I I hate to say it, I fell for it all, but I guess, because I, I wanted to save the children, the future children, he said he could do it. And because I messed up on my children, I thought uh, I could help the future children. Okay. Uh, well, and, and future uh, children? Everybody's children? Yeah, that's yeah, what she's saying. Because I, I couldn't help my own children. I wanted to. I, he told me he knew he knew meditation, which helped me quiet my mind, which is uh, good and bad. But that's how he got into my head. But I thought if children learn meditation, then that could help them mm. calm themselves, and they wouldn't have to take medicine. And your so first, my whole thing was <laughs> your first boyfriend. How long um, were there any signs that he was abusive? My husband. Yeah. I didn't know what abuse was. So when it, did he hit you? He didn't hit me. He held us down. In the end, he um, he tried to kill me, and my son beat him up. Oh, that might yeah. be a clue. Yeah. Wow. But I didn't know what abuse was because you don't see broken bodies. You don't have black eyes. It's a different form of abuse. So it was Mental emotional. Abuse. So he he just. He was emotionally abusive towards you, and maybe he used disparaging language. He, language he used? A uh-huh. sociopath is very hard to... They can fool the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody yeah, that came across now, that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I suppose one could say that this is a platform for cautionary tales. Um we all have to make personal. One thing I like about out of everything that she said, she accepted her role in some of what occurred, and that's one of the first things because a lot of people don't accept their roles in, in things. And, and, ma'am, we wish you the best, by the way. Thank you so much for calling the show. Um, that's what we're talking about today. Who is she and what is he to you? Who is this person you're letting into your life what is driving you to let this person into your life? Is it loneliness? Is it that, you know, it's a sheep and shepherd mentality. You feel lost and somebody has come along and says they're going to lead you. Is it the fact that, you know what I mean, you ain't had uh, a, a good company in a while. You haven't had a stable relationship. Um, you want to put somebody positive in your in your kid's life. Whatever it is, what is your reasoning for letting this person into your life. Out here in the streets, we say, do they got good games? Did they run game on you? Sometimes when the game's getting run on you, you don't even realize. And it's when you're under the water, you realize you're blasted, drowning. You, gotta, you know what? Got it. Go ahead, Joe. You know what? I want to find out about this myself because this is something, again, without kidding around, that I don't identify with because if a person doesn't treat me right... I just let you go. I did this at the age of 13 with my parents. I realized my parents weren't the best parents in the world. They didn't do what I thought good parents should do, so eventually they just drained my uh, my love for them out of me. And ever since then, if a person doesn't treat me well, doesn't live up to their word, doesn't do what they say, say what they do, uh, say what they mean, I just let them go. So they're, And and I'm no, hearing... No, you know, no, 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 Joe. Joe, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everybody's not Yeah, different strokes for different folks, though. Some people are not wired like that. And, I, and I'm and i going to be honest with you. I'm one of those people who have a great deal of time and not a difficult time understanding because me, you ain't treating Tony, you know, you are not who Tony needs you to be. You rolling up out of Tonyville, homie. 
Because mm-hmm. that's what I call the, the world I've created, not only in my head, but the life that I live. If you ain't in Tonyville doing what Tony needs you to do, you're rolling up out of here. And I used to have a great deal of difficulty relating to people till I've kind of opened myself up. All of us are not wired. Some people, um, just like when we were going to school, you had the shy kid, the kid who would speak up, the aggressive kid, uh, the kid with the emotional problems, and that's still all of us in adulthood. Some people are just not wired to pick up on certain things. Right, they're so not. Buried, they, they're so buried in the game, they don't even realize that they're part of the game. While somebody else who has the flashlight on, you know what I mean, can be like, oh, hold up here. Didn't I say this is what I need? Or didn't I say this is how we're going to proceed? Or didn't I say we're going to work on this together? And, you know, instead of being a, 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 a participator, you being a, a retractor, you holding progress back. You got to roll up out of it. And, you know, all of us are just wired different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a lot of what the young lady said I could relate to, and there were aspects of it that I could not relate to. Because, you know, life is a very complex thing. There ain't no one size fits all. Real talk. You know what? Uh, oh. Okay. I wasn't even specifically even thinking of her. I'm thinking when you're saying some people aren't wide like that, I think it's more like billions of people aren't wide like that. Because it seems to me like everybody has drama in their life. And I'm the kind of person that says, you can't bring me conflict. You cannot bring me drama. And if you do, you got to go. And it's in a, and for me, it's easy. You know, I may wonder about it. I may ask myself, how come you didn't turn out to be a good friend? How come you didn't turn out to be a good business associate? But now I know better. I just say, you know what? That's the way people are, and I have to put out my boundaries right up front because that's the way it, you know, it it has to be. But when you're talking about some, I think it's like billions because it seems to it's, me it's like every time I turn around, that are not wired like that. It's a huh? lot of people. It's a lot of people. And then some people just feel like they have to be accepted. They deal with certain situations because they feel like they need to be loved or accepted. And sometimes it goes back to childhood. People don't understand. If you go back into your childhood the way you were raised, um, and you see a lot of people that are older now that matured and they graduated from their youth, and, you, and they, they have issues, it always stems back from their childhood. Believe it or not, you know, if you got a, a kid, a, let's say a daughter, she was raised by her mother, no father in sight, she don't know what type of man that she really needs to have in her life. So when she grows up, she goes through all these different phases of these guys that are no good until she finds the one that's really, oh, this is a great guy, this is the one that's for me. You know what I mean? But some people are not wired, like you said, Joe, they're, they're not like you. And because of certain situations in the past and their environment, their circumstances, the way that they were raised. A lot of these issues that people are having right now has to do with something that happened in their childhood. Yeah, of course it does. It always goes back to your childhood. Yeah. But I don't understand. Everybody, you're not the only one. There's always people who are saying, well, you know, the, the, I had to go search around until I found the right one, and I had to go through one, two, three, four abusers. And I'm saying to myself, if you got beat by one person, you should never get beat by another person again. But yet... That person keeps choosing um, abusers. Type of people. And yeah. I'm saying, I don't get it. <laughs> it, 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 uh, it, it and, um, let, let's, let's make another thing very clear out there. You, um, childhood issues are always overriding. Joe got exposed to certain things early in life, so um, you start learning at an early age if you open your mind up to what's going on around you. It's just like, you know, a guy who's a good guy, a really good guy, hardworking man, but he, and he, all his relationships end up in disaster because he didn't even realize that he had a dysfunctional relationship with his mother growing up or his sister. He always ends up with women who berate him, degrade him, take from him, use him, and in his mind he's being polite, in his mind he's being kind, while other person looking at him like, yo, you coming off like a chump, dog. She just taking you for a ride, but in his mind, he can't see that. In his mind, he's doing right. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In, in his mm-hmm. mind, he's doing right, but he's dating. I totally agree. They're dating the same woman in different bodies. Mm-hmm. 
and putting up with her ish while another man is looking like, hey, hey, don't bring that ish over here. You ain't just going to take and take and take and ain't got nothing to give in return. But dude on the other side of the fence can't see that because his mind ain't wired like that. He ain't programmed like that. He ain't never been exposed to certain aspects of the game to understand that, yo, she just taking you for a ride, family. Shout out to our Bob Ranch Steakhouse, $100 just to get in. I see you on the line, dog. I see you on the line. I ain't going to put your business out there like that. Wow. I see you, dog. Welcome to the show. In the chat room, all the folks in the chat room, we're glad to have you with us. We got a good one going today. We're talking about who is she and what is he to you, man. We out here trying to, you know, we, we ain't going to figure it out, but we can at least talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you know fellas, so man, fellas, you. Gotta, fellas just got to quit perpetrating, too, man. You know, they need to, like, stay in their lane, you know, stay on their particular shelf, whatever level they're on. And deal with that accordingly, man. And then that way they ain't got to front and perpetrate, you know what I'm saying? And then they ain't got to send mixed signals now <laughs> making it this way and that way. Yeah, most guys got to leave their duffel bags home, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. And hey, look, at least if you're going to bring one, bring some chicken, too. <laughs> Couches, guys. Okay. Running 
credit checks and background checks on a brother. That tells me you got some gold digging intentions, homie. Sure do. I said if you was a gold digger. <laughs> but you ain't doing no <laughs> and that's being kind, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, that's I, being I, kind. I'll leave, leave it open so y'all can fill in the rest. Mm, you should, you I, guys should I, be I, on I, my I, show when we discuss stuff like this. Yeah, yeah I'm not diplomatic. Speaking of that, Joe. Joe, no, I'm not I having it. I huh? Now, Joe, I want to really say something, though. I'm kind of hurt that me and Kay Bisley ain't been invited on your show yet, you know what I mean, so we can um, dispense with polit- political correctness and just let it slide. Oh. When is our invitation coming, Joe? Right here, right now, because the show is semi-regular, okay, because I've had other shows before, and sometimes they're on, sometimes they're not. But this show... Is is apparently turning out to be at least semi regular. I'm on Wednesdays and Saturdays now. I'm on ten o'clock though Eastern Standard Time. That's kind of late for you, Tony. I know it is. That's early for you because you're on Pacific Time. Yeah, we're on Pacific Time. Yeah, so you'd be it'd so be seven o'clock for you and seven o'clock for Diddy. What's the call in number? What? Oh, okay. Let me give it to you. If the name of the show is the yeah. Ron Paul. Our power is it's mainly political, but we switch over to uh relationships real easy. Let oh, me no, give it no, no, no. We 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 dig politics, brother. Trust me. We can get into politics. We oh, are yeah. uh uh we are renaissance yeah, man. We got a wide to that I, I, I decided that I wanted to put being a, a a mayor or a city official, you know, on my goal list. Okay, let me get let and me while Joe the, is getting the number, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to put it out there for everybody. You've got to. I don't have a problem with you screening people because I screen people. I've had people get mad at me because you never know when I'm running my chess game on you because I'm screening you and I'm putting you through hoops and tests to see where your heart and your mind and your soul is at because that's what's really important to me. Yeah, in a previous life, your purse would have been important to your boy, and it still is. But I done got older and got kids now, and I done hung up my player's card. So somebody's heart, mind, and soul, and your character is very important to me. And, of course, your purse, because if you're broke, don't worry. I'm going to motivate you to get paid, because I can't just have you being broke with me all the time. Okay, go We're going to do some things <laughs> together. Hmm? You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not screaming you on the first bat if you ain't got nothing. If something about your heart and soul speaks to your boy, I'm going to holler at you and I'm going to groom you just the way I need you to groom me. I don't encourage nobody to have nip-nass people around them because all they're going to do is suck you, like the lady said, energy vampires. Shout out to the lady <laughs> from the 818. You understand what I'm saying? Them energy vampires you know come you know, around And what me. she said about the whole vampire thing, you know, I think now that we should start running psychological evals on people <laughs> just for bipolar tendencies. You never really know who you're meeting these days. You might want to get a psychological um, and, evaluation. Yeah. <laughs> and that, not even that I would agree with. Because I, do okay. that. I sit down and I put... Because they might I be fun for I, the first month, and then, you know, they come out to be psycho, you know. <laughs> hey, let me run a psycho, psychological evaluation on you today. Let, let, let me put this out there for the fellows, because, in, and ladies, you know I got y'all back, too, so it can go either way. You've got to screen somebody's mind before you screen their coochie and their dick because coochie and dick will take you for a ride where you ain't finding out that you're about to date a fool who's going to be in the bushes with binoculars <laughs> in his sock every time you leave the damn house talking about, yeah, I'll see you with them grocery bags, sir. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you something else. I'm, you're all pretty tone putting y'all up on more games. You can't give good dick and good coochie to everybody because some people lose their damn minds when you put they it down sure on them. Then you got an issue. I'm a, I saw, I, I, there's, there's a few women I've met in my life, and I always tell my homeboys, and they used to laugh at me. You can't dick everybody down. You can't put that good coochie on everybody because then the fool shows up, and then your life mm-hmm. is miserable for the next couple of months trying to get rid of that fool. Screen their character. So, so, man. so what you said? So what you suggest? You just give it to them in doses. 
Don't even do that. Just like medication. <laughs> Just like medication, you got to take it as prescribed. Look, we had a good time this week. We're running out. Join Pretty Tony, Kay Dizzle, and Miss Shakita Winfrey next week when we come back, where we're going to get further into this can whole can play a play thing, man. We love y'all. Sweet. See you in the chat room, baby. My homeboy, Naheem, much love, brother, and much success. I'm going to holler at you. Get 6580. Joe, you need to get the phone number to us, brother. We lost you. Okay. Hey, you know how we do. Love All yourself right. before you love any damn body else, man. Okay, peace out. Peace. 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 Get a play. Get sweet. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.